Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead passes? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com that's subliminalsf.myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf
Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. to be doing comedy here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. We're doing a takeover of Racers Alley and we're doing a podcast for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. I've got Mutiny Comedy Festival comedians in the house. I've got tons of wonderful shows tonight at 7 o'clock. We have Spec Script at 8, Synchronous with Me. At 9, we've got New Player And at 10, we've got I'm Edgy as Fuck. So come on down to Mutiny Radio and see these super fun comedy shows. But right now, I'm joined in the studio by Nathan Lowe. We still have James Fisher Jr. hanging out, getting ready. He's uh, the brains behind New Player, the 9 o'clock show you can listen to. But better yet, come on down. Experience it in person. Hope you're listening live on mutinyradio.fm or you've downloaded that new app created by Raul Sudartsen. Big shout out to our super funny friend who's a wicked smart dude who made us an app because he's a cool guy. And uh, we really appreciate that. Thanks for keeping that rolling. Also, big thanks out to Richard Kiss. He's our tech genius that's putting everything all together, holding that website together, that index, all that stuff. I'm joined by Nathan Lowe. Hi, what's up? Hey. All right. That was a really fun show. Yeah, it certainly was. was. a good time. Well, Friends of the Pod is every Thursday uh, from 3 to 6, and they always have an open invitation to comedians, and they're super great and really, really, they're a great audience. And they're not comedians. They're karaoke singers, so it's a little different. Oh, is that what they Yeah, so they appreciate. Oh, that's why they they did seem kind of sing-songy. They appreciate some live stuff. We've got Aaron Atkins, comedian out of Chicago, favorite here, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020, the cheese man himself. That is Putting that together from yesterday. Thanks so much for doing What's that. up with you? And, what's up with you and cheese? Why are Billy, you the cheese I love cheese. I love making cheese. Billy, I love you talking about cheese. I have a cheese. One from on stage and bring it around. You have like a I'm cheese a cheese thing. fan. I love cheese. I think it's amazing. Dude's I think a cheese fiend. I'm a cheese fiend. That's much don't, catchier don't, than anything I come up with. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm good wicked smart. Cheese, cheese fiend. Cheese. Kids a cheese fiend. He's a, yeah, he's he's doing all of his TikTok moves. He's he's looking for his TikTok moves. Our darling little Aaron Atkins. Yeah, it's like a high school. Yeah, no, no, no. Pulling back the veil for the grab that Billy, and it's on a long cord. Notice how it's on an incredibly long cord, and just drag it all the way into the drag it all the way into the studio. There you go. 
around. There you go. There it is. All right. Everyone's got chairs. Figure it out. Yo, where's these cups at? Where are the cups at? Billy, Billy boy, could you grab a couple cups, dude? Yeah, sure. They're sitting right there on the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're live. All right. Yeah, because they're right on the piano, my man. Everybody's trying to get themselves a sprite together. Yeah, it's been a dehydrating day here at Mutiny Radio doing podcasts all day long. How are you, Pam? How are how's your day? Uh, I've been doing podcasts all day long. You should post a picture of this. You should post a picture of this kind of Tower of Babel thing you have going on on your stage right now. Oh well, that's because so we showed a live movie today. There was a live movie, Chris Holstein's film. Uh, this is your laugh. He made a documentary about his first year in comedy. I'm feature- featured in it along with uh, some other local comedians. Oh, cool! Warhol Kaufman, also um, Irene Two is in it, and Helen Hong, and his wife. Anyway, so uh, it was a movie, and we screened it today. So that's why all the black stuffs all over the windows. But then also tonight we have two shows that involve that projector. So we have one called Synchronous with Me, where. Um, the comedians actually walk around with a camera around town and they roll these big dice and they make choices and interact with the public and we all watch it here on projected on the wall so that's a show we need it for tonight at eight synchronous with me and then at nine new player uh is you do comedy and then you play video games against an audience member and that audience the video games will be projected on the wall as well so that's why we have the dangerous precarious projector because it's perfectly uh, balanced it's right the, it's framed correctly for the wall so there we yeah, go absolutely yeah there, oh, so yeah, that's so there's the story behind that what, uh, what video game I know. don't know um so this is a show from a comedian who's from Chicago named James Fisher jr and this is a show he does there so he said it's a really easy one whatever that means I'm like okay are you a golden eye he's like no 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 something really easy I'm like oh, okay Tetris yeah golden eye would be harvest moon Y'all, y'all what about like a mo- dude? I could see him doing like a Mortal Kombat thing. Yeah, Kombat. button mashing. Dude, I can kill. I yeah. can kick ass with button mashing. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. Is good only only Mario problem Kart? is you, you get some audience member who knows all the combos already, and he just ruins yeah. the comedian you, in question. You need a game where it's like everybody's pretty much equally mediocre at it. Like yeah. Mario Kart. That's a good one because like no one, people are really good at it, but they're not like yeah. like Mortal Kombat good, where it's like yeah. their identity. I could walk <laughs> up and, and combo. I could do fatalities and shit. <laughs> I always like Soul Calibur and the Soul oh, Still yeah. Burns. Oh yeah, big I'm one of those people. Like if I beat, I'm gonna hit the pause button so I can memorize the finishing move. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna make I'm you watch me learn. I I'm gonna put, make you watch me learn. I put the little controller on my lap and I play it like a piano. And I, uh, yeah, I play it like a piano. I just randomly do it. Oh yeah, I want some of that. Hell yeah. Oh the cups. Yeah, you gotta get the cups. You gotta get the cups. Yeah, you gotta oh figure my it out god, boys. what are we gonna do about the cups? We gotta figure out the cups. I did impressions on stage today for the first you, time. Your riffing about the dog was really acceptable. What did you do with Mike, oh, Nathan? Thank you. It was really acceptable. Is that what you said? Exemplary. You, was there shit going on here? Or did you do some. A dog was heckling the whole time. And. Uh, I think he just wants to leave the studio. I think the dog has been asking to leave all afternoon. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I need to run outside. I need to get out of here. I'm in San Francisco. He's so, he gets, probably gets so confused when everyone's like talking 
into the microphone. <laughs> and then yeah. some people are more energetic than others. And he's like, is this person like, what are we doing? Angry, yeah. angry? Well, I played with him while we were outside in between. Like, there was a break in the show, and, like, we it got him real riled up. We played some dog games. And I was trying. It was even his owner, Billy, her set, you Billy know? Joe, and she Billy does. Joe. And, it, okay. Uh, so Billy was up there doing her set. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and this dog was just holding me emotionally hostage just like yeah. putting this thing in my lap and like whining really bad like really wanting to play and i had to like tell a dog no which is like the That's worst thing need. ever showing weakness i know yeah, but then i tried to you. play with him a little bit and he got real excited and he was just like just pulling on the he thing. was making a lot of noise he was definitely heckling i couldn't i couldn't pay uh, attention to what that was other comic was just like shut up dog yeah it was great that's cam strong so out you of gotta portland oregon dog heckler like you would handle a human heckler abuse oh abuse. lovely with the, yes, with yeah, the gorillas playing. <laughs> abuse. do you do you have a way to deal with hecklers all you baby new comics well not i'm sure aaron you have you've been doing this for years i'm sure you have a way to deal oh, with i developed really one kind of <laughs> i just I kind of i i if they're bad and they're making fun of me i like Eat the insult hella well, like surprisingly well. Like no matter how you say, I do is. have a tiny so, dick. Yeah. Oh. I just yeah, yeah, talked yeah. about it. Your That's defense like mechanism is just it. taking it on the yes. chin. Yeah, yeah. And then like once, <laughs> once they're like, damn it, I can't offend them. They lose their, uh, they lose they their lose offensive sure. like, right. play. That and seems like a more of a, a retaliation for bullying. Yeah, I attack. Yeah, I attack. You attack physically. But, but do you sp- I physically oh, okay. attack. I no, 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 no. But you don't have any. Stage. You don't have like. No, a, I'll just roast. A line. I'll just go. Yeah. Here's, a, here's no. a line. Here's a line. If I wanted my comeback, I'd scrape it off your mother's teeth. That's oh. a good one. That's an old school one. That's an old school one. But you didn't make that up yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, see, matter. I just, I, I, I like dodge it almost. I'm like, I'm gonna exactly. roast you. Please stop. Well, usually no, I don't they're just like. Into it well, almost. it depends on the environment you're in. Like, if it's a white guy, like with like. I have, I have one question I ask, and I base it on gender. So if somebody's heckling me and they're a woman, I stop everything and I look at them and I go, I'm gonna ask you a question. Are you my mom? And then I stop and wait because if, if they say yes or no, I can react in kind of however I want, but I usually go like, why don't you love me? But it's the <laughs> same thing if it's a guy and he's heckling me, I'll stop everything and just look at him and be like, can I ask you a question? Are you my dad? And then he'll say something, and, so then, like I'll, and then I'll, you know, oh. cry you, you or whatever. Put the you light, dropped you your pocket, on him. sir, in the front row. You uh, dropped your pocket. So you're I, just, what? You just like, you're like, I'm just gonna make yeah. the audience feel really sad. Yeah, for me I instead. make the audience. Yeah, and no, then I turn it around. Gets him on your side. <laughs> because if I, if they're heckling me, and I say, and they're, and I say, can I ask you a question? Are you my dad? And they say yes, then I'll be like, why don't you love me? Can't you shut the fuck up for me? Like anything. It's good. It's good. It puts it because it puts the positive light on. He's like, I'm still the good guy. You said you put the light on him. That's the problem. I'm like, I'm like, what'd you say? Dude, that would be Wait, th- that's that. interesting. Cause imagine like yeah, you take yeah. off your fo- you take out your phone them. and you, you and then you light them and you be like you have one minute left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't they don't I know what like, that means. I get everyone yeah. to put the attention. If they're so close to the stage, I put the mic up to them and they get they have nothing to say and it's like yeah. Oh, you're weird for saying that. You know, you know, like when you're in a conversation, you say something weird. You guys, do you think I'm weird? We turn that on and be like. Damn, everyone thinks you're kind of weird for saying that in the microphone right now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like this podcast. No, I'll I just be like, get your whole thought. <laughs> you you just like, like, get yeah. your old the thought whole. out, and you stall for time so you can pick them apart in your yeah. brain. Cool. Articulate. Or just or like ask them what their job is. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm an associate. Well, I'm sure you paralegal are. I'm sure you do that financial very, very well. Bank money thing. And then, sure you, you, and then you could job. be like, yeah, I could probably do that job. Yeah. Here yeah, you go. You try mine, though. Try this one out. 
There you go, champ. Never give the microphone to Never, no ever, way. ever, ever. Never no do it. put it up to him. You I could put it up to him. Never Oakland, give it, I would to, give it to him. There's a lady. Because then you lady, might not get it back. Uh, yeah, a lady grabbed it out of my hands once, and I was like, no, 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 no. That's not the way it works here. Yeah, this is not. You don't control. get to be. Did you, what'd you do with it? I, I grabbed it back from her, and I sort of swiped her away. I didn't, like, hit her with it, but I tapped her with it. Not as gently was, as it should have been. You could just pretend, because oh that's a that's a fun gig too. When she's you're in, I have she's one. She's kind of lovable though. She is. Like, I have a good friend who is the worst heckler in the world. Last year at the what's festival. What's her name? Can we name drop her? No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Did we do a podcast with her? No, 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 she's not a comic. Uh, she's not a comic. She's a real person. But last year real she person. came to the festival and she heckled Bernice Ye, who was just here, and she's from China. Obviously, she speaks so Chinese, but my buddy has also lived in China and speaks Chinese. So she was heckling her in Chinese. And Bernice thought it was so funny because she's like, leave it to San Francisco to have a white <laughs> lady heckle me in Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But yeah, she heckles everyone mercilessly. It is. She thinks she's helping. She thinks hey, she's heckling is helping. Maybe stop bringing her around. No, she's audience. <laughs> no, I need butts in seats. She's crazy. Oh, she's sweetie, if they want to sit I there. I think it's more about butt quality than butt no, quality. No, it's not. not you should ask audience. Sam. Sam saddled me with this drunk motherfucker with a dog the other day. He's like, Does let him. He said he still came all the way down here for free comedy. Let him in, Pam. Let him in. And I'm like, I don't want to be saddled with this all night. And then I was, and his dog was, yeah, <laughs> and he was wasted, and his oh, dog man. was loud, and I was like, Sam, <laughs> he's like, oh be nice to people. I like to bring in the street oh, people, yeah, the street because okay. they're of my ilk. <laughs> <laughs> These Damn are the streets where I roam. You I'm worldly. You... I'm just like Hunter oh, S. I'm Thomas. Not, I'm not worldly. <laughs> if he was on Percocets. If you uh, if you have a soft spot for the street rats, then maybe you're a street rat. Well, we knew he was a street rat. Nothing would compliment me more. No, so, yeah. Uh, no, He's just like, the fuck your money, mom and dad. I'm going to rub in filth. Yes. <laughs> I'm like a yeah. puppy. I'm like a new puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a new puppy that gets brought back to a suburban Joke's on home. you. That's what you get for loving me. And he finds the, yeah. and he finds the shit in the toilet. And he just yeah, starts like, eating the Sam, shit. Why, is it, why do you never flush? And why are there always seven shit jokes written right next to the toilet? <laughs> I have a, my brother never flushes the toilet. He'll, he'll never do it. And he has to have somebody else Your flush it. He's totally, he's totally normal except for this one thing. Damn. And it's because he thinks he'll get sucked into it. I just it. can't believe that you. <laughs> I yeah. can't just. I just so can't believe that. Experience yeah, yeah. Oh, has he read the book where? Um, I, no, no, he hasn't. You know, <laughs> no, the Stephen okay. King, the Stephen King book where the the Dreamcatcher book, where that thing lives in the toilet and it, it comes out of the it's toilet. It's honestly hilarious oh. though, and I laugh so much. And maybe he's just doing yeah. it because he knows that it'll, it'll, it'll <laughs> always get me when I just see like three shits piled on top of each other, <laughs> separated by like levels of toilet paper. Jesus, pagoda. Sam, it's I mean, shit from everything you tell me about your family, Sam, it just sounds like you and your brother just happened to a really nice family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good way really to put just it. just yeah. trying to get along, and then what the crap? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> How is that a personality? Me, it's not just me, though. It's my sister, too. Oh, Jesus. No. Which one? Sisters. The young, the young the little one? Yeah, you guys she, doesn't, she doesn't give a shit. She doesn't listen to the rules. She's like Sam. She did. Yeah. She was like, oh, there's rules in here you can't vape? Yeah, fuck your face. Yeah, well, she and she would just, she just your, decided to vape. Yeah, no, I, like, I was like, you can't and I do gave that her, I gave her a look. I gave her the stink eye, too. And she was like, I don't she fucking care. care. <laughs> she didn't fucking oh care. God. So she just kept pretending she couldn't hear. She's like, what was that? No, no, she was just, she was very surreptitious about it. She did fine. She's very Boston. She's very Boston. I do that from planes, too. When weed was still illegal and she was like, 13 years old she would take 
two ounces at a time from California to Massachusetts and like give them to all her friends and shit. No one's looking for her. No one was looking for her. That's very safe behavior. It would smell like shit. That whole cabin, that whole overhead bin would just be a reefer factory. You know what, too? Dude, why are you such a snitch, dude? I know, Seven years ago, the cabin stinks. They can't figure out whose bag it is, technically. Oh, the Mickey Mouse bag with all the pins on it. Okay. That's great. Well, no, it's about hiding in plain sight. I mean, I've brought so many drugs across the border from Mexico. Oh, yeah. Hundreds and thousands of Valium and Ritalin. You are dry oh, yeah. snitching on yourself. Uh, it's fine. Thing. It's been over seven years. Oh, I, I wrote a story right. about it. It's are you fine. are you positive that that's a real thing? Yeah, I'd hate it to be a technicality. Like people are like, you have to say you're a cop, right? And they're like, that's not a real rule. Well, no, but it's there's not a, a real rule. I wouldn't mind. There's a no, double jeopardy, statute right? Of statute of limitations. Like it's yeah. been. This happened like when I was in my late twenties. So I'm. I, I mean. I'm 45. This is a long time ago. This is ago. all just a joke, guys. This is no, I don't say, what was the purpose real. of you transferring these drugs across the border? Because everyone wanted Valium because everyone was doing cocaine. <laughs> but you could, I could get Valium, Valium right now <laughs> if I wanted. Yeah, but they're like, they're like a, they were a dollar a piece down there, and they were... They were Valium? Good. That's what they wanted? They of were, course. They were saying Valium that, No, it was Valium and Ritalin. Valium's we used sick. to crush up Ritalin and snort it and like... Where'd you, know? you go in Mexico? Tijuana. So oh, I lived right, in, right, I lived, yeah. Tijuana. so this is the Tijuana. way I would do it. You I would go. You have the gnarliest stories, huh? Yeah, I lived a long time. So White people what say I would Tijuana do, like it's like Tijuana. three syllables. It's two syllables. I would who was president? Tijuana. Who was who calling was in? Is that Stanton? Someone's in calling in. 2000 Bush. Oh, Bush, baby. Yeah. Um, I think Lizzie Stanton's calling in. We used to go across El Paso to war. also might be my brother. Okay, I can, uh. Who is it? Yeah. Hello. Oh, Frosty. Oh, great. I'm so Frosty glad you're here. Frosty knows. I'll see you later. You want to be on here? Tell the, tell the world. Yo, what up, Frosty? Frosty. Yeah. Frosty, up? Frosty Nugs. Frosty Nugs didn't think he was going to be here tonight to host the I'm Edgy as Fuck show, but he is. Frosty, yay. What up, Frosty? I will be there. I'll see you in a couple hours. Okay, cool. Frosty, Wait, Frosty hosting the 10 p.m. show. He got stabbed in the heart and he's still alive. Yeah. Yay, Frosty, yay. We love you, Frosty. I love going to open mics hosted by Frosty. They're so much fun. I've only met him once. That guy is the man. Frosty. Is he still on the air? No, I I, I disconnected. He just wanted to tell us real quick. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he wanted to talk. So He calls the station number to to like well that's how that's the easiest way to get a hold of me when my phone's on silent yeah and i'm here for 12 hours a day i'm (laughs) more likely he was that was smart other people have been like texting me i thought a cop was driving by when those blinkies started going off (laughs) oh no it's that we're talking about the board that's the professional board thing so that you don't have to have the sound of the you know because yeah they're after us yeah Yeah. this is very funny when i was little every time there were sirens my dad would say uh drug bust they're after you pam like when I was a child, like when I was four, like that was one of his jokes. Woo, woo, drug bust, they're after you, Pam. Like he didn't create this. He <laughs> gets so mad at me for. Oh, nothing. I was just saying you uh, maybe revolved yourself around your dad's uh, opinion and fit yourself. <laughs> you're not using. That. You're yeah, not. Yeah. You're not using that I'm word not, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, using, that's. You're not using half no, of those I meant, words right, I meant, buddy. Uh, I meant you're living up to your dad's opinion of you. Almost. Sure. So I know. Well, he used to call me as. You were looking for expectations. No, I know you're yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. I, I did. I fucked up the wording. You're it's all right, okay, buddy. I, I'm I, here I, for I you. can feel the meaning. I need to meaning. work on it. All right. Got you, buddy. Jeez. No words. Words have meaning. Yeah. And he called me as little commie pinko liberal, and he'd always say, "Drug bust, pan, They're after you." Like yeah. so, all of those things. Like duh. How old were you? Like five, six. Yeah, like tiny. Like my were whole life. Were you doing drugs and at that point? No, I didn't do drugs until like I was actually 
like late high school, early. I didn't really no, start doing man. drugs till early college. Square. And then once I found acid, I was like, I'm gonna be. I was on acid baby. more than I wasn't like one What'd semester. You oh acid? How old is so your bad brain. for you? That's so oh no. bad. That shit yeah, has the longest term impact on me out of any other drug. For yeah. sure it does. Sure. Yeah, so it Aaron, what you were way. saying it about be acid? Good. Yeah, in a good way. That shit fucked up my reading wait, comparison. Wait, hold on. What Aaron was talking about? my articulation like super Let Aaron, because what you told me about acid changed my opinion on acid. Really? Wholeheartedly. I just think I used to do a lot of drugs, right? And they all had a certain impact on me. Like with with emotions and right shit like that, but acid is the only one that I can really feel like my cognitive ability has dropped a bit. You know, like my reading oh. comprehension isn't quite as clear. My my it may just be that I'm more anxious. You know, at the end of the day, but at least I feel like I've lost some cognitive ability from acid. Although it did open me up initially, like the first one. Made or two you more times. honest. First yeah, one but or then two. but then it's an oh yeah, I did it all the time. I used to wait two weeks just to get just so you yeah could yeah get it you're back smart there. about that. And if you do them in between that, then you fuck your shit up. And I yeah. only did it like you know a couple times in that. Regret I'm, that, you know. Yeah, I, I took acid. Burn out your, you burn little, out your receptors. So I think people need to hear that because you hear a lot of yeah. positive shit about acid. But yeah. there, I, I read you a study the other day that day. said there are no long term shit like negative impacts. Oh, people oh, that are taking it the long term. No, but it's like I don't know. Anyone knows that's the government. I I still well. No, the government doesn't want you to do acid. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they didn't make it. There's a whole bunch of narratives. I used to I used to get flashbacks. They didn't make it, but. There, you know, weed is they also a, a hallucinogenic the family. They, they didn't. Were, they weren't the first people to like chemically create it. It was done by German psychologists. And Aldous Huxley. Oh yes. And, and Aldous Huxley. Yeah. Yeah. Brave New World. Buck Herman Hesse. Yeah. Yeah. I love Brave New World. I, I read it. I read yeah. It well, that was year. that happened later. Exactly. Right. Right. It came in like late 40s, 50s. Yeah, but the government did a project with it. Right? MK Ultra. MK Ultra. No, yeah, they fucking. But they wanted to use it as a weapon. They made the Unabomber. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen some of those things yeah, in yeah. the 50s where they give like housewives acid and stuff and they film them. I've seen some of these yeah, films yeah, and yeah. they like watch them like as they're like crazy. laughing and getting all crazy. And they're like, crazy. it's in a like a medical, very sterile. I'd be like, I don't want to do acid in like a sterile situation <laughs> like that. It'd be like doing acid at the hospital. Gross, weird. Yeah. No fun, no there's fun. A, there's yeah, a great video vibes. of uh, British commandos all uh, being given acid and like going they're on. Slapping. Yeah, yeah. And they go on hikes and they just like lose it and like they start to climb the tree. And it's like, as you can see, the fine <laughs> British commandos have been has minds have been taken hold by Jamie, a drug too powerful. But they're just having a great time. Like they're loving it. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they never ask them all what of they them think are because they're like hardened dudes. You know, if you take some acid and like you have some life behind you, you could really just be like, okay, I'm good. But if you, you know? if you've ever taken acid, you know what the confusion is for right? sure. Like you know how confused you get. I l I lose now if I take too much. I lose. Um, I can't speak. I lose all yeah, speaking I function. See I what just I mean? can sit there and I'm like, oh shit. But then I, I and can't then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden sentences like I can't make a sentence. Like it just doesn't work. But then all exactly. of a sudden it comes back and I'm like, oh, I can talk again. Because it's just a broad confusion. I, yeah. I feel like I took too much of it, and so there's a little bit of that broad confusion in my everyday life. Yeah, that's oh, what no. I feel like. You know, because like, but you're exciting. an eloquent like you're just kid. More you say very I, cool sentences. So it may just you be make good words. I don't think so, though. <laughs> yeah, do. I don't think so. I don't I, even know you well, but I've since, no, since our are. conversation you started. Thank you. Yeah, you have imposter syndrome. You have imposter okay. syndrome. Yeah, 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 let's keep talking to I'll take that gladly. I don't know what imposter syndrome is. What? Imposter syndrome is when you're at a place in your life and you don't think you should be there because you don't either you don't think you're talented enough or you don't think you've worked hard enough. But it's it has to, and the most successful people have it. So if you're highly intelligent, you might have some of this imposter syndrome. I think Oprah has it. 
No way. No, she would. No, no way. Oprah is on the cover of every Oprah magazine. Every single. I think Oprah has ever. to worry more about actual imposters. Yeah. Like people pretending to be her. her. <laughs> like people because James she's very no, Like people nope. are probably pretending to be Oprah and like trying to sell fake books it, on well, the corner. It's hard <laughs> to be a drag queen Oprah because yeah. she doesn't really sing any songs unless you look right. at the color purple. Maybe nope, she doesn't sing. I think the trans community. I think the trans community would be much more widely accepted if they just gave oh out free God. shit occasionally. <laughs> they do. The trans community. They're not, not widely disease. accepted. I mean, like no, don't be like that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. These are jokes. Being an edge lord. He's being an edge. These are all jokes. I do not condone. Laughter is not condoning. Of you're being a, a 2.0 meme guy. 2.0. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He only says pill. these terrible things because he looks at dumb Instagram shit from stupid people. It's like, so yeah, fun. Yeah, He's trying do. to show it to me. We look at this, Pam. I'm like, look, Pam. I don't get it. Look, Pam. Some people think this way. Isn't this it is ridiculous? This is a good you point. You follow a lot of Insta thoughts, thoughts, to be honest, bro. Huh? I don't, I've, I've defaulted no, Insta No, dude. No, no. It's the funny thing. It's Well, usually it was girls that were in the weightlifting community, and now they're just realizing how silly it can be. And then they're just like, I'm just going to pose in front of stuff yeah they're my friends yeah no, that makes sense yeah i'll always ask you if you know someone like if a wicked hot bitch is on your feed i'll be like you know yeah, that yeah. girl Oh and sometimes he does. I know. My mind. <laughs> Wicked hot bitch. <laughs> I think he means it in a nice way. You know, <laughs> like the good way. kind. The good kind. <laughs> I, met, I met a wicked hot you know, girl. You know, the good kind. Crazy bitch. Instagram this no weekend. <laughs> <laughs> off. She was awesome. No sense. They're all very, very. They're all very, very nice girls. They're all very nice young ladies, and no, some yeah. of them. We all need yeah. to let each other talk on this podcast. Some yeah, of them. Five of us were all rookie podcasters except Pam. So I think we should, and maybe not. What? Oh, you're not. You're not. No, no. I take responsibility for that, friends. But comedy's <laughs> a little different. Yeah. It's a no Because we're exploring symptom. ideas. One of the, this is your new one of the ideas on acid that I wanted to ask was, is there a right amount of acid that you can do? Because when I first took acid, I, my first instinct was, everybody should do this. <laughs> Everyone should yeah. do this. Uh, I don't know I about everybody. Too, but you, there mm-hmm. does come a ceiling where you can't do any more. You can't gain any more from it. Right, yeah. Unless you do That's absurd yeah, amounts. Once you lose the novelty. It's yeah. the same effect, I mean. You know, it just becomes like it can, it can never be a recreational drug because the effects mm-hmm. externally aren't so like it's not it, it is a confusion. At least for me, it's not fun. But the the the, the novelty of like your mind is growing. That's the growth part yeah. is cool. But yeah. if you don't have that, then you're just just putting the hole in your brain. Well, I just I, liked, with I really like hallucinating. Like I like it when yeah. things I like it when and and weed is a hallucinogen. And sometimes when I get really high, like I see tracers and lights get weird and I'm down with that shit. Like I like tripping out. And right. I like thinking things that aren't real and finding connections that might I might not experience with my regular. But I'm like, those two things are totally conflated right. or whatever. But I feel like weed's on the surface of your brain. Acid goes into yeah, your brain. Acid, you know? yeah. And it, like, it'll take something out or you'll put something in, you know? And if there's nothing, it's there's just like a perfect a hole. exchange. Yeah, you gotta. Maybe, so like, maybe like a microdose. That, yeah, I like Or maybe just one time. I one time, pa- one I think time. Pass, pass. That doesn't sound good to me. No. I like to shrooms. shrooms are safer. Shrooms are shrooms safer. Are safer. Yeah. Well, because it's safer. easier to microdose on shrooms. You can take Absolutely. little itty bitty bits yes. and see where you are, as opposed to, I wonder what this yeah. is gonna wow, do. Once like, it touches wow, your tongue, wow. you, you all or nothing. <laughs> you've dove. You've you're in. You're in there. In there, like swimwear. Have you ever, um, you, did you, you know yeah. that if you take acid stays in like your uh, your spinal fluid for a really long yeah. ass time, and if you crack your back, it'll just go right back into your mm-hmm. bloodstream? Sweet. Uh, yeah, you should crack each other's backs all the time. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrifying. It's not that extreme, it's though. What if you you're like at the it's bank? It's not that extreme. What if yeah, you're yeah. at the bank or something? <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, you just yeah, crack yeah. your back yeah. and you're like, oh, you're yeah. an alien. 
Exactly. Yeah. It also doesn't come up in tests except for on hair and spinal Yeah, yeah but so you can't go to, to go. space if you've taken acid. I know that because they yeah. give you a spinal tap, and if it's been in your spinal fluid once and they pull some out and they test it, they can tell if you've done acid only once. Same with menthol cigarettes. Ah, Straight the up. devil. Isn't that wild? Menthol is the devil. Yeah. Those two things. It stays well. It stays in your system forever, acid? Yeah, acid. I don't know and about the menthol. And it's such a tiny micro, micro, micro I've been hearing the acid. I, I wonder if corporations will start to invent, uh, like, cheap ways to test that spinal fluid for acid when yeah. in their hiring process. Yeah, you that's have to tap like, your there's spine. no because, way. Yeah, because that's people such who a are complicated that's the process. It's like a needle that long. Like, you remember the movie? They named it specifically after that procedure because it's pretty metal. You know, they stick a giant metal needle into your spine and pull like out. A big like a big-ass mosquito. I'm sure, I'm sure we could develop ways to get for that sure. spinal fluid out for cheap and make it ubiquitous in the hiring process. Because <laughs> I think it would be in companies' interest to know who to has know done acid. acid. Like, because if you've done know. acid and you're working for a... For a company that has 300,000 employees, you're not going to be the best. Or they that's may, not maybe, true I don't know at all. If I disagree. Thank that's you, not true at all. I've done tons and tons of acid, and I'm like a really yeah, diligent girl. worker. You work for yourself yeah. in yeah. every aspect, except yeah. at, for at Counter Offer, when you make people hamburgers and shit. But they're <laughs> dope, and they're made with love always. So it is kind of like you're working for yourself. <laughs> but when I used to work for people, I could follow. I can follow orders and stuff. I don't think that... I don't think that the drugs you've done should determine no. what the externally, because nobody, Definitely. nobody knows how smart you are or whatever. And I mean, I don't know. They shouldn't. They Definitely. shouldn't. But my friends, like all got my friends who graduated college a year ago, they all had to get weed tests. Mm-hmm. Well, it tested for everything, but like you can't piss dirty on weed to get Terrible. hired at these big yeah. companies. Yeah. Oh, how boring. How yeah. So awful boring. Life. Like, they might change that <laughs> in a while. <laughs> Not worth. I don't know if that applies to creatives. Sure. Like people yeah. in ad agencies and stuff like that. If you're creating like advertisements and like no. like these yeah. things, I don't think that they have. Well, they encourage they, have that they encourage alcoholism should be because a requirement. my buddy who's in advertising, he part of his expense thing is he he has a little refrigerator in his uh, thing and it's co- it's stocked. The company pays for his alcohol so that he'll like he'll work nights and weekends. He's like, yeah, I'll work nights and weekends if I can drink. And so he has to get alcohol as part of his yeah. thing, and he just That's drinks and dope. he works. It's like, yeah. it's a life. I've often paid in drink tickets. Yeah. I, I delivered a company. Just sitting there like by herself at 2 a.m., just like, <laughs> you know what would be funny? Yeah. I do know a <laughs> what lot if of the monkey could drive? <laughs> <laughs> I do know a lot of people who work for these corporations that smoke a lot of reefer. Yeah. yeah. For sure. All my reefer. friends, it's how they, they may have deal with stress when they get off work at 645. I like my friends who are in tech, Link. that's how they deal with stress. Every, yeah. every day after they get off work at 6:45, for sure. And none of them exercise. Some of them try to. Yeah. But they're all skinny. 6:45, they're rolling up like yeah. right after they get out it's of work. It's like my my brothers in law school. You don't meet people in law school who don't smoke pot. Yeah. And if they don't, they kind of are a little bit Not off the cool. rocker. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you like don't have to smoke anymore. <laughs> you can keep your lungs and just do edibles. Right. Yeah. Or vaporize it. Yeah. That's the number Packs. one bitch no, some excuse. People's, like, uh, some people's livers don't process that so good, man. It takes, like, way too much. Well, oh, no. and you're, you're right. When you eat, really when you do edibles, right. the THC turns into THCV, which is a totally different cannabinoid Chick- that's only THC. synthesized inside your in own liver. liver. Yeah. And it only happens when you have edibles. When you smoke it, it doesn't do that because exactly. it doesn't process through That's your why the high feels so different. And it's like... And it lasts longer. But if your liver has some kind of weird thing, like just happens genetically to some people, it makes it <laughs> super difficult to toe that line. 
it's just it just makes it stronger because it's different cannabinoids and different people's bodies react differently. Like well, and it's just like if you have to overload the amount to, that you have to get to get a similar effect, your central nervous system the next day because of the amount of CBD that was put in there to compensate because of the extra amount, mm. you're just like jello the next day. Like your central nervous system doesn't work. Well, I mean, I'm a little fuzzy if I eat enough edibles, but I wouldn't say that I, my nervous system what doesn't mean, work. We'll see what happens what to Sam mean? because as we speak, he's slamming down a piece of Pam's homemade reefer olive bread. And it's delicious, friends. I'd recommend it. Did you put it. jalapenos in this? Yeah. Good. Did you, yeah, it's uh, a bold Pam, bread. you, you got to give us a master class on, on your, uh, on your, on oh, your yeah. tree baking. Because you go, like, you got years of, oh, thank Ooh, you yeah. so much. You got years of the wisdom of baking pot. And, like, you're... You already, had a, he already, you already had a big slice on your own, so that's not fair. It doesn't even taste like wheat. Like, normally when I taste homemade edibles, it's like you're eating hash. Strong yeah. ones, at least. That's how you make the butter. Pam, Pam is a creative. Pam and a it creative. extends Damn to straight. all aspects of her life. That's sick. I like to... I try to do that myself in ways, too. <laughs> I can see it, and I appreciate it when I see it. Yeah, go broad. No dead air. You guys enjoying your reefer cakes? Oh, Aaron, where are you, you from, to, bud? You I'm from Chicago. I, mean, I was born oh, okay. here, but I'm from Chicago. Mom? Yeah? Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, you, got a, you got one of those uh, four-star flags tattooed on you? Absolutely not. Uh, I, we do have the like coolest Everyone flag, from though. Chicago, ha- they, you do. Does San Francisco even have a flag? What's your town flag? No. It's a pot leaf. See, that, uh, that's uh, why. In a bear's mouth. Bear, yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's, a, it's a bear. It's a bear. Uh, and he's panning for gold, and he's got a joint sticking out of his mouth, yeah. and there's a little and pot a rainbow on the back. There's also a rainbow, yeah. Absolutely. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> it's a bear. It's actually not like a grizzly bear. It's like a bear bear. It's like a oh, like a man, like a large homosexual, like a large man. homosexual oh. man wearing leather. Got it. And with a harness, he's a bear, and um, so he's actually smoking a joint, and then there's a pot right. leaf behind it. It seems like it's right. kind of. It just sounds like the. It sounds like the flag's kind of busy. Yeah, the flag is busy. It seems like you'd just be a little busy. Aren't flags supposed talking? to be simple? Speaking of flags being busy, the Mississippi flag has the Confederate flag. In sure the does, buddy. Touch busy. Touch busy. My oh, mom, yes. my mom went to uh, Old Miss, and I saw her old yearbook once, like the nineteen like seventy six year, like eighty maybe, so it's like somewhere in there. And the entire cover of the it was just Confederate flags. Dude, was no, the cover dude. of the yearbook? I, my buddies in college had Confederate flags. You know, oh yeah, in same. Their dorm room. Same. 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 We got to get rid there of that flag. There was like in our hometown, man. It's in Alabama. It's like the people. Alabama state flag. Too. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Billy, you're, yeah. Billy, yeah. you, th- you think Big we should time. get rid of the flag? The thing about the flag is like, even besides the fact that it was the symbol of the cause to continue slavery, it was also a flag that. Would, like fought America in a war. Treason. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah besides no, no, no. Treason, I think like, that's why we should keep there. it. I think we need to keep yeah, it because you got to be able, you know, you have to Sorry. be able to identify assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very important that they keep the flags yeah, it's because true. I want yeah. to know who you are. Yeah. If you feel like that and you're just like, no, it's just a symbol over history. I want to know no, where you're at, dude. I want to get yeah. a good eye on you. If you're on the highway and you got a big Confederate flag, I'm gonna get out of your way, and it's yeah. good for both of us. And you know what? I there's a there's like a one of my takes is uh, they've been taking a lot of the Confederate monuments down, like in these like yeah. uh, right. southern metropolitan areas. But they took one down that was called Silent Sam, and it was like commemorating just the soldiers. And one of my one of my favorite books of all time is called Company H, and it's just like an autobiography from a private. And that kid was like, it makes you feel bad for all the kids who died for the Confederacy. You know, they died for a terrible cause, and they didn't even own slaves. Oh, yeah, well, it's, it's like so when I, yeah, like so when I was a kid, we went, we took a field trip. We took a field trip to Stone Mountain, 
as like a class, and it was just the conf it's basically the Confederates uh, Mount Rushmore. It's got all the major generals on their horses, and they're like, yeah. "Look, these were great men." And yeah, I was like, "Wait, they what?" Were great, they're objectively great generals, but they yeah, should dude, not be up like, there, huh? But should I went to I went to Old Miss, man. There was a lot of Confederate memorials Elite. there, and not yeah. really, and. Yeah. There was like there was a lot of nonsense yeah. with the statues, man. It, People getting weird about it. They, it they got rid of it. They got they rid of the mascot while I was it. there because the mascot was Colonel Reb. Yeah. Which yeah. you know I get it. Are they, yeah. Is yeah. Ole Miss still the rebels? Yeah, but now they're like the land sharks or the black bears or something. I think they, they have like be Ole Miss. They should always just be Ole Miss. They should, dude. Honestly, it's like. It's but, it's celebrating too much of past that. Yeah, it should be remembered, but not at all. But it does not, represent right, not something. celebrated. Remembered, yeah, but remembered. not cele yeah, celebrated. It, it does represent certain yeah. values, yeah. though, because like even yeah. I, I used to live in Canada, and even in rural Canada, they had Confederate flags because it stands oh, yeah. for a rural attitude. It's not sorry, not rural, but it in stands yeah, for like you know a rebellious yeah, attitude, rural right, attitude. Right, right. I, uh, of of yeah, ignorance in that sense, and and isolationism huh. and rebellion, hey, a man. lot of values. Hey man, yeah. hey man you calm no, down. I, know, but it's calm I don't mean to say rural. I don't mean to say that rural though. people are, are like ignorant or race or any way. But yeah. in a lot of rural areas, you see this Confederate flag because it stands up. It stands for a set of it's beliefs that to stand is for defiance, you know universal, yeah. not just American. In their mind, to like defiance against tyranny. But I'm like, but it wasn't tyranny. It was the government. Well, it's also the tribalism. Well, April Gallaty's probably got some good opinions. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings about Abraham. Lincoln there was like well he freed the slaves he only did it because it was yeah. of economic value to the yeah. north because the yeah. problem was that everyone in the north was like motherfuckers getting free labor in the south this ain't fair right and so that's why he was like let's free the slaves that yeah. had nothing to do with humanitarianism no, it had yeah. to do with like, money it, it yeah, was also he, to, he was trying to be <laughs> yeah that was sorry to let you have bail it. on that no, you're one right. but <laughs> I wish we had, hey I wish we had all the other tones we only had the one I love so close those antibiotics Bellum tones. So, like, but it was so regularized. Love like, you remember, me some antebellum. You remember, like, Dukes of Hazard? Yeah. It was yeah. just oh, chilling there. Yeah. I like me on, too. On, on Rev, that was the name of the the name of the car. The Colonel Lee was the, the Colonel. The, the, General, yeah, the General, General Lee. Lee. You know, they went through like yeah. two hundred of those cars. Skeeter. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Cooter. Over two hundred yeah. cars. All Cooter. Yeah, nothing well, did who more. Who doesn't Yeah. Nothing did more for the South and for. Just asses in general than that show. Yeah. Uh, I I was Daisy Duke was like my I remember being five years old and having her be like this sort of role. But we used to take our shirts and put them up the top and bring them on through, and it was like the little Daisy. I did Duke. the same but thing. But do you think oh, she yeah. was the champion? Do you think she was the one that really pushed forward this pro butt movement because it wasn't really fixated on that before? I I guess the public I mean, eye has shifted well, more maybe, towards the bottom. Yeah, you know what? Maybe you're right because before yeah. well, that pants have evolved. <laughs> tactical pants but I think that yeah. maybe in the 70s models were more like Twiggy and super skinny and then Love Twiggy. They, moved, they moved in the 80s into yeah. this more like ass driven Queen. more curvy boobs and butt I think the which then I think started the, the whole everyone well, the, get a boob job I think the funk and disco movement had a lot to do with that because some of these African American ladies came in there and they were burning the house down sure. with some rock and bots society, yeah I think we just turned to like big asses because we yeah. got also like world culture I mean They're large large buttockses are, are traditional to other I love watching the genres like that got like more popular among cultures like, <laughs> like a large buttocks Huh. Yeah, yeah other cultures like it. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I'm agreeing with. No, them. it's weird. It's weird that. No, I'm no, not no, gonna no, get into it. I'm not gonna no dig one. this hole for myself. Absolutely <laughs> no, not. No, because this not, is really. Not, this not. is really a critique on white people. Like, yeah, why do yeah. we love skinny right. bitches so much? 
It's weird. I like Twiggy. I don't. I don't. I want to grow the I want to hear. Why do we love skinny bitches so much? Historically, men were attracted to bigger women because it meant luxury, like a luxurious life. Yeah. And then today, everyone can be fat. So now we're attracted to the girls who aren't fat because it's like it almost kind of signifies a touch of I like, like that. I can dig like, that's what anyone I think. else. I think, I think it's just preference. Else? I think it's fully just sexual preference. I think there's an evolutionary example for, I think for it's everything, just right? Who's going to say and yes? And who's healthiest, like too. Food. It's health that factor fits in for me, too. You know, I want a girl that's working out like and trying to, you know. Yeah, better herself. You have to think about what we liked like thousands of years ago, though. I don't know. Just taking care of yourself. I don't know. You, yeah. want, you want someone to take just biologically the same reason you want childbearing hips. Yeah. You want someone who's going to survive. But Sam, you, you have a lot of interesting theories on, on how we've developed as humans. I don't know. I think there's something to say about a woman that's skinny. For Like maybe she she's sacrificing eating for the tribe and there's something there. I don't know. I don't know. Like, if everyone's skinny, if everyone's skinny, and everyone can 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 fast at certain times, and you can exist as a skinny person, then then you're not going to need as much resources. Think about and it's like signifies emotions aren't always rational. Pam, do you remember Tombstone? Sure. Remember the movie Tombstone, when he had that wife that was like she became a morphine addict and she was sickly and needy, and then he was just like, oh, just find me a girl that can ride a horse. It's that, and that was wired into us when we were children. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think you just, you know, maybe you're into what you're into, and we should read it. We yeah. read into it too much. Yeah. yeah. I think it's always I think, I think there's, there's, there's preferences somebody, and prejudice. Somebody for everybody. Not everybody, but most Not people. Not everybody. Most people. I, I do think beauty can be explained a little bit by evolution, though. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't yeah. think so. I, I think, think that so. beauty is totally but illogical. But because you use the sunset example. You love the sunset example, which is so abstract, but there are hard, concrete, like, Examples what's, what's, of what's objective about a subset about a sunset? Nothing at all. But that example's right. poor. That example's poor but, to but describe beauty as an evolutionary like facet. Okay, then how would you define beauty as an evolutionary facet? Well, I think that there are ways okay. to. And I how think about this? How? Well, what would you say? You can't, up, you can't deep, deep, Nathan. Then offer one. Well, offer one. Good. Good. No, no, no. Let him finish though. Let him finish. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. There are some things that you explain through evolution, like fertility, like wide hips. That makes sense. These it are in humans. What? And this is in humans. But beauty, beauty is the, the the lines between beauty in humans and beauty in the outside world seems they seem blurred to me. So well, when you're just describing beauty as this umbrella term, like. But you feel yeah, the same way looking at a beautiful person, and there's something about composition. Sure, Heights. I can see this stuff. But I mean, there is something that's universal. You feel the same reaction to a beautiful sunset and Why? a beautiful man or well, woman. Well, think about where you see sunsets. Yeah, on cliffs, on cliffs, so by the like, ocean, yeah. heights, no, and, and proximity anywhere. to water. Yeah, but with no, not sunsets in a wooded. F- oh, I think, let me. What I think Tram, Sam's everywhere. trying to say is there's not a lot of nuance to a sunset because it's the same sunset for everybody. Okay, and that's well, the great equalizer all over the world. But explain to me this: scene. the difference between someone being classically beautiful and hot. I'm not even talking They're about uh, such a, so That's so much You're more base. You're such a bro. He's that's such a bro. A, you guys I'm were getting so deep, nuance. and it was so lovely, and then he's like, uh, we got it. We're not talking about shit. I think I torpedo it a little bit. A yeah. sunset so, no, but can that, be explained. Uh, a sunset, have, I think other animals. four minutes think, to figure this out. I think other animals like sunsets, too. I don't think it's just us. Because a sunset's kind of a signifier that you've made it through the day. And when it's about survival... 
just feeling it, the warmth on your back. You can't, like, yeah, I think that there is a biological explanation for things like this, but there's still like the overwhelming feeling of beauty. It's something that is universal to more than just humans and landscapes. You can see it in a, in a painting of a war, of a battle, you know, yeah. with gore and everything. You can see beauty in all these things. Um, and brush so yeah. what that there's more than just biological reward for seeing a, a beautiful painting or, or or the feeling you get you know watching a play or something there's beauty in these very abstract things and that's the same but it, yet it's the same you know well then well I disagree because so, there's not there's nothing more there's but not is. more than a biological reward because your experience of beauty in that moment is ultimately a biochemical algorithm that's running in your brain that's but not necessarily. No, hormones. it is an intellectual. It is a. It is a rational and it is an irrational thing as well. But there's. But to say that that beauty is more than biology, I, yeah. I disagree with you. I think it is more than biology. I think. I think our consciousness allows us to do things that are beyond is what is tangible in like the physical world. Yeah, we've created like we've created currency on the internet, bro. If we can create that. Like How's we that can, doing? How's Bitcoin doing? It's never tangible. The point is that it's not a tangible thing. It's something that we create with our minds. Well, so, real you know, money is so just we create beauty independent of biology just the same, the same way. Yeah, but your, your opinion of beauty changes the different things yeah. by your values. So thus beauty is something that is, mm -hmm. like, it is subjective and unexplainable. It's something that's just explicitly off of your own perception. Yeah, like I like guys who've been to jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, sure. Hold on. So I, like, think, I find that I think I th Aaron, I think you are right. But I think uh, what we're... Um, everybody's individual and shit, you're right, but I think uh, what we're trying to explain is that a lot of people throughout history have fit in with trends. Like, right now, like, mm -hmm. today's trend is skinny women, and, like, mm -hmm. at one point, it was literally people were attracted to bigger women, like, because it was, starvation was such a thing. Famine was such a feeling that people felt within them that it subconsciously made them more attracted to right. people who don't experience it. Opulence. That's that, that's attractiveness too. Yes, but exactly. there's a lot of and, things factor into attractiveness, attractiveness more than beauty. Be conceived as beauty? No, I don't okay. think so. I think that, okay. I think that beauty is a part of attractiveness. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Wide set eyes. For sure. Yeah, there's lots of parts of attractiveness, but beauty itself, you know, I'm not attracted to a sunset. I think it's pretty though. I think never, it's attractive, but I feel like I have view in general any view. Things I think are beautiful, I feel like I am attracted to. Yeah. I'm not okay, purposely not sexually. You don't feel Did it in your. But nutsack, attractive is a different yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, there's a, a lot chakra. more to yes. attractiveness. God damn, we're going right. deep. You we feel it in a different chakra. You have, <laughs> you have two. You have two minutes to wrap up your deepness. I'm sorry. It's not yeah. deepness. You they're talking it. about boners. You understand that, right? <laughs> they're putting flowery <laughs> stuff around it, but they're talking about boners. They're use the word chakra. Thanks for you, Matt. You explained it to me. I am happy to do. There's a chakra in your boners too. Boners are What's the difference? Because when I watch a sunset, I don't. Don't get one. You know, guys. Uh, I, I know. I know. It's one of my bits, but like that dick bill thing. Like, if you don't need dick bills, like, it's the we underestimate the reasons why they made don't dick pills dick prescription pills. only, dude. Yeah. Don't we underestimate. Pills. Imagine, um, like, because it came around in like the fifties or the forties. No. Imagine you those, have such right? a strong brow, Billy. I've never seen your brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this kid's yeah. brow? It's, <laughs> it's very yeah. Slavic. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where the Quentin Tarantino comes in. <laughs> it's, it's, in it's when the lights coming down from on top. It's just it makes it so much worse. You look like Frida Kahlo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like a Heath Ledger. I'll take that. I love Frida Kahlo. She's a yeah, that's, she's that's great. Nice she's a, she's a legendary mm -hmm. woman. Just any for white comparison, look bag. how bitchy Jesus' brows are. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! I can definitely punk out Jesus. What did Jesus ever do to you? 
Why Jesus I, is such he, a pussy. Why are you picking he died up for all my sins? I gotta say that uh, ev- Nathan's looking more and more like a golden retriever every word that comes out of his mouth. Hey, but stop. we've gotta we've gotta end it because we've oh, gotta she set means up I'm for the dumb. next show. Can we end it with the <laughs> fact that Nathan's been losing weight? No, you just keep looking stop. more and more like a golden retriever to me. It's just she means I'm dumb. Nathan's been Nathan's been trimming down. He's looking like way better than he did two weeks ago. And you were just trying yeah, to make Nathan. it all silly. Nathan, you've been looking, you've been looking better, like dude. Well, yeah, have you been working been. out more? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been yeah, getting you back been. into it? It's good, good for you, buddy. Take care of myself. Good for take you. Good for As you. we all should, friends. This is so, mutiny. Take care of yourself. So this has been uh, Do a Aaron little bit Atkins. of acid. Aaron Atkins Hello. out of Chicago. Nathan Lowe, local guy. Uh, Billy. <laughs> Billy Sullivan, local guy. Local guy. Sam Carroll, his bike messenger. Whoa, got a great, you got a great laugh oh, on yeah, that bike messenger it. thing. That was, yeah, you don't have to analyze a real laugh. Oh, that was yeah. just like, Adam I don't even need to talk about that. That's okay. awesome. It was cute. All right, guys. Thank okay, you. Bye. your boy CFO here here to let you know that the fifth annual mutiny radio comedy festival is March 1st through 7th 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week get your tickets now on Eventbrite just search mutiny radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Richard Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 
Radio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I you know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvement. No way. What is this dag-dabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. (laughs) 
hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. 
First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive.
what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and I peace of mind. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. So hi everyone, welcome to Spec Script. Nice. Uh, so yeah, oh, we have great chemistry. Go ahead, go ahead, Melina. Sorry. Today we'll be. So the story of Spec Script is that we all read a script written by someone who's never seen the TV show before. So today we'll be. Uh, showcasing a script written by me, Melina Best, uh, based on the show One Tree Hill called Belief in Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is going to be a great show. Uh, we got a lot of talented comics going to be uh, doing some characters for us. Um, yeah, usually the show is hosted by Chris Hotomy. He's not, wasn't able to make it, so it's me, Cam Strong, and Melina Best rocking it. And, um, yeah, to get started, wait, yeah, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go around, we're going to have everyone introduce themselves and then the character that they're playing, and then uh, say, say a favorite thing you remember from high school, you know? Does it have to be something fancy? Does it, does it got to bring it to your, to something that you connect with? What do you say, Melina? You want to go first? Sure. I'll start off. I'm Melina Best, and I'll be reading the stage directions. My favorite part of high school was our mascot, even though we didn't have a team. We had a mascot, which was the goat. It was, it w where'd you go to school? It's called Pacific Crest Community School in Portland. And they said, so it's Portland Community Crest, and they said, go the goats. We didn't really say that. Okay. Yeah. I'm Cam, uh, Cam Strong, if you do. I'll be playing Rod Birch. Yeah. Hey, you know, my th favorite thing from high school was just the unlimited possibility of anything that could be, you know? And now as an adult, we know we're not going to do anything cool. But as a high schooler, you had no idea. There we go. <laughs> my name's Elliot Marinus, and I'm playing Bobby. I've never seen One Tree Hill, but I'm excited to see what happens here. It has a good theme song. I'll give them that. <laughs> that band rocks, whoever they are. Fucking rock. But um, my favorite experience in high school was taking some liquid LSD in the bathroom in the last period and then starting to feel it a little bit as school ended. And I also had a cool film class. All right. Uh-huh. Hey everybody, uh, my name's Julia Corral. I'll be playing Stacy Joe. I was a high school cheerleader, right? Varsity. My favorite thing about high school was uh, obviously then the weekend finger bangings. <laughs> Perk of the job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lucky. Me? All right. Uh, my name is Kevin, Kevin M. Quigley. Uh, I've seen one episode of One Tree Hill when I was in eighth grade. I had a hot 23-year-old English teacher who made us watch One Tree Hill to demonstrate how Frytog's pyramid worked. 
Uh, my favorite memory from high school, I went to an all-boys Catholic high school, a strict all-boys Catholic high school. You could get detention if you didn't shave your stubble. You'd get detention if you forgot to silence your phone. You'd get detention if you didn't wear socks. And it was, uh, there were no girls, no finger-banging. Uh, there were uh, child molesters actively employed by the school uh, via the archdiocese. <laughs> but despite all odds, no one, and I mean no one, brought in a gun and shot everyone at school. So we Congrats. dodged the bullet on that one. Yeah. Woo! I'm Billy Joe Gillespie. I'm going to be uh, doing the voices of uh, Tracy and Sadie. And uh, my favorite part of high school was ditching. <laughs> right on. My name is James Fisher Jr. I'm going to be playing the role of Nick, AKA the logger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and my favorite part of high school, like I went to high school with one of my sisters and everybody thought she was pretty hot. So I guess it was like good for my family. I don't know. <laughs> it's like good social like worth. <laughs> yeah, like <you're> just, <laughs> yeah, my hey, that's the family sexy. of the hot lady. <laughs> my sister's sexy. Give me your lunch money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the economy's doing better because your sister's hot. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and my name is April Gallaty. I will be playing Cecily and Woman. And uh, my favorite <laughs> my favorite part of high school was uh, band, actually. She did air quotes when she said woman. <laughs> My name is Casey McNeil. Oh, I will be right. doing the parts of Reed Douglas and Customer. Uh, favorite high school memory, smoking weed with the lunch ladies and um, mythology teacher. Nice. Hell yeah. So that's everyone. And thank you again for listening in. And let's enjoy Belief in Yourself, written by Melina Best. But I think you should specify that it's belief, like a leaf. Belief. Yeah. Right. If it, no one was yes. getting that, that pun in there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Exterior, morning. The small town of One Tree Hill, Kansas. There's only one tree in the whole town. The town is small, but with only one tree, <laughs> the people aren't doing very well. Stacy, Joe, Tracy, Neil, and Bobby are walking together to high school. One Tree Hill High School. <laughs> How come nothing ever happens in this town? Have you looked around? There's only one tree here. People, just, people are just trying to breathe. <laughs> All right. I get it. I'm just so bored. Bored of living and afraid of dying? Join the club. <laughs> oh, you're in a club? I thought we were just each other's only friends. Neil, it's just a saying. I do have one other friend. It's your treat. treat it's your cat. Your cat. <laughs> it is my cat. He's the bomb. He's a bomb. Neil, it's just a saying. Neil jumps back a bit because everyone was saying that to him. But then he catches back up with them like nothing happened. They have reached One Tree Hill High School. I can't wait to blow this popsicle stand. Neil's about to question that, but thinks better of it. 
interior morning, One Tree Hill High School language arts classroom. The four friends' first class is language arts. To save on paper and to keep the one tree of One Tree Hill alive and well, the students are asked to take notes on their cell phones. Since they're always on their phones anyway, it's a win-win. Their teacher, Ron Birch, has just finished lecturing about a passage in The Catcher in the Rye that everyone was supposed to have read. Bobby, do you have anything to add with regards to this week's reading? Do I have anyone's attention? He doesn't. Everyone is too busy looking at their phones, laughing, and sending texts because, obviously. We're all going to die soon. We know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Birch, what kind of statement? This doesn't work in One Tree Hill. Now if you were to say something about my cat, you would have my full attention. Shut up about your cat. <laughs> well, I hope to see you kids tomorrow. Or maybe I don't. You're all terrible. Just kidding. You're all great. No one's listening anyway. Stacy, Joe, Tracy, Bobby, and Neil are on their way to social studies. Stacy Joe always flips her hair when she walks. That is her one-trick pony in One Tree Hill. Interior, One Tree Hill High School Social Studies classroom. While their social studies teacher, Celia Finch, drones on about World War II, the four friends discuss what they're going to do after school. What should we do after school today? <laughs> <laughs> Neil, you ask this nearly every day, and it's always the same answer. We're going to hang out on One Tree Hill, get some air. Then we have work? Do I need to answer that? Stacy, Joe, and Bobby shake their heads no. Exterior, late afternoon, One Tree Hill. The four friends are sitting or lying down on One Tree Hill. The tree on One Tree Hill is a nice elm tree. I'm surprised there aren't more people on this hill. It's not like we're the only ones who know about it, right? <sighs> right? They're probably out doing adult things that we can only dream about because I doubt we'll make it to adulthood. Plus, who's to say they aren't hanging out here while we're in school? Everyone nods in agreement. They couldn't argue with that. Oh my gosh. You guys, my birthday is coming up a week from today. I'm so excited. I hope you'll let me know. You'll let me elaborate on my birthday plans. Tracy had been bringing up her birthday for the past few weeks now, but everyone had been changing the subject because they knew it'd be no time before she brought it up again. She's just so excited. This time, they let her go on. What are you planning on doing for your birthday, Tracy? I'm going to plant some seeds on this hill so that it'll be several tree hill. <laughs> Everyone looks at each other for a couple moments while Tracy smiles with anticipation. Should we have a playlist going while Tracy attempts this groundbreaking feat? Maybe songs by The Roots or Sound Garden? That was actually kind of funny, Neil. Tracy, I admire your efforts, but it's been tried before. Someone once tried to plant trees because of desire to live a healthier life or something, but it didn't work. The soil is only strong enough to support one tree. I hear you, but I'm determined to try. Who knows? Maybe I'll turn over a new leaf. Well, we do know. Bobby just explained it. Tracy didn't hear Stacy Joe. Well, I'm going to go say hi to treat my cat before work. 
Sounds good. See everyone at work in 20. Everyone shakes their heads in agreement. They roll down the hill, going their separate ways. The hill is small, so they are bumping into each other, but they try to make the best of it. Interior, Tracy's house. Tracy's mom has decorated the house with photographs and paintings of leaves and trees. There are also sayings on her walls, such as, turn over a new leaf and don't go barking up the wrong tree. How was school today, hon? Were you able to go hang out on the hill? Yeah, it was fun. I remember when I used to hang out on the hill. Cecily was the one who tried to plant more trees on One Tree Hill 15 years ago. When she was first thinking about doing it, there were people who were for it and others who were soil <coughs> scientists that knew it wasn't going to work. But Cecily was determined. Exterior, One Tree Hill 15 years ago. Flashback to when Cecily tried to plant more trees on One Tree Hill. I'm going to make One Tree Hill a better place to live for everyone. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. Um, I want this to happen as much as you do, but it's impossible. Stop trying to make plant life happen. It's not going to happen. Don't be a stick in the mud, Sadie. As we know, as hard as Cecily tried, plant life didn't happen. Well, guess who wasn't able to put a stick or even seeds in the mud? Leave me alone, Sadie. Exterior, present day, evening, outside of One Tree Hill Burger Lair. The four friends show up to work. One Tree Hill Burger Lair at the same time. On one side of One Tree Hill Burger Lair is One Tree Hill Tommy Hilfiger. On the other side of Burger Lair is One Tree Hill The Hill Has Eyes, an eye doctor's office. The special burger of the day at Burger Lair is the I'm Stumped hamburger. Two beef patties, a couple slices of bacon, and some wedges of lettuce. A woman comes in looking rather confused. Hi there. Welcome to Burger Lair. What can I get for you? Hi. You don't seem to have any clothes out front, so I was wondering if you have any Hilfiger clothes in the back? Stacy Joe pauses for a few moments, waiting to see if she's actually serious. By the woman's silence, Stacy Joe realizes she's serious. Ugh, Tommy Hilfiger is right next door. They'll have what you need. Okay, so you don't have clothes here? That's what I just finished saying, yes. Oh, how strange. Goodbye. It's not strange. We sell burgers, not clothes. The woman has already left. I'm surprised we don't get those kind of questions more often. I mean, the shops are right next to each other. Stacy Joe can't come up with a response to Neil. Fortunately, the restaurant manager, Reed Douglas, is coming from his office to speak with her. Stacy Joe, I don't understand why you didn't just suggest our special of the day to the customer after explaining that we were not Tommy Hilfiger. Always bring the conversation back to the burgers. She wasn't interested in eating at Burger Lair. Well, you could do a better job is all I'm saying. A man walks in and <laughs> proceeds to stare at the menu behind Stacy Joe for too long. Hi there. Welcome to Burger Lair. Let me know when you're ready to order. Are your burgers made with beef? Yes, our burgers are made with beef. And before you ask, yes, our french fries are made with potatoes. 
Reed Douglas is eyeing her. Hmm. What to get? I'm stumped. Ha ha. Get it? The special burger is called I'm stumped. And so I said I'm stumped. Stacy Joe got it. This was going to be a long night. Exterior, some days later, at One Tree Hill. It is Tracy's birthday. She is on the hill holding a packet of plant seeds with Neil, Stacy Joe, Bobby, and his cat, Treat. All right, I have the seeds. Who's ready to breathe better air? Here goes nothing. If you're successful, I feel like we won't be in Kansas anymore. You're still not quite understanding sayings, Neil. Tracy is putting seeds in the ground, but as soon as she does, the ground spurts them back up. I guess it was always meant to be one tree hill. Exterior, the next day, late afternoon, one tree hill. The four friends are walking up to one tree hill. There is a, well, sign on the hill that Bobby picks up. It says that loggers will be coming in two days to cut down that one tree off one tree hill. How can this be? We're all going to die. If that happens, the name of the city will have to change to Known Tree Hill. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. I can't help fall, falling in leaf with you. Wait. We're on the wrong Oops. Wait. We're in a hold. We're in a hold. I don't wanna wait. More like Nun Tree Hill. <laughs> Interior the next evening. One Tree Hill Burger Lair. On an average day, it is hard enough for the four friends to keep themselves focused on their duties at Burger Lair, but this is no average day. Their lives are flashing before their eyes as they think about the one tree being cut down. The special burger of the day is when death comes knocking. A well-done cheeseburger with ketchup, mustard, tomatoes, relish, and red peppers. Uh, what are we going to do about our appending doom? We're going to protest. We're going to stop the loggers. Neil and Tracy are too lost in their own thoughts that they don't notice a person walking in. A knock, knock. Can I order? Tracy realizes that if the tree is to be cut down, she won't have to work here anymore, which brings a smile to her face. Exterior, the next morning, One Tree Hill. The four friends, along with each of their parents and Bobby's cat, Treat are standing in front of the one tree while the loggers are there with their trucks and machinery trying to get them to budge. We aren't going to budge. You'll have to kill us. I'm sorry. There's no way around this. We have to do this. How come? I, um, I, I don't know. I was only given a certain number of lines in this story. <laughs> do you want to do this? Yes and no. M mostly no, I guess. Then don't do it. Listen to your heart. <laughs> okay. We won't do it. Let's pack up and head out. The, lo the loggers get ready to go. The parents are conversing while the four friends are sharing another moment by the tree. 
I can't help falling in leaf with you. Neil smiles. You know, Tracy, I like you too. That was actually to the tree. Neil is trying to express his fondness for Tracy, who is not listening. She has her arms wrapped around the tree. You could say she's one tree hills, one tree hugger. Fade to black. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. That was our One Tree Hill spec script. Um, oh, my God. So many twists, so many turns, character development. We all grew a little bit, I think, this day. It was it was really nice. Um, how do we end this show? We, I mean, we got – just start saying stuff, people. We're, 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 we made it through the knot hole. Oh, that, nice. uh, we did it. Was the original One Tree Hill a murder mystery? Yes. No. It was? Yeah. No. You're arguing. What happened to the one See? black kid? Yeah, he what happened to the one? He is doing well. He has a tire shop. I, in the one tree I hope he wasn't yeah. the murderer. That's what I wonder about my high school, too. <laughs> the one black guy murderer? Yeah, what happened to the one black kid? <laughs> He's doing fine. <laughs> got a family and kids. What about now? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so that was great. Thank you. So we just hands in and say One Tree Hill, kiss on the lips, and... Uh, well, you have, technically, you have 20 minutes left to kind of do whatever you want. You could say we could be done and take a break, or you can, you know, that's the time is here. We've been on the run, traveling in the sun, traveling down the 401. One yeah, Tree Hill, here spec we come. script. One Tree Hill, spec yeah. script. Yours was better. <laughs> I know, it was, it was on theme. Yeah. <laughs> you look, One Tree Hill and the OC... Mandela effect. I think they were the same show. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to Spec Script. Please listen in. Chris Otomi usually hosts this great show. Look at Google us. Thank you. Spec Script we're Portland a podcast. podcast. Beauty Radio. Everyone stick around. It's gonna be a great show. A lot of good festivals All going week. on. All week. And um, just be a little better tomorrow, everyone. Take care of your trees. Yeah. Thanks for listening.
what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and I peace of mind. Over me. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Dr. Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun!
Labor Chief Nurse Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? 
Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. 
we actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. What's today's date, girl? Uh, today is January, January 5? 5th, 2019. This is episode 135 uh, of Let's Watch a Full Life Movie on YouTube, L-W-A-F-L-O-Y-T, excuse me, as we're known uh, in the iTunes and RSS feed. Carl, what's the movie? Today we are watching another National Lampoon movie, National, National Lampoon's Golf Punk. Golf Punk, starring Tom Arnold. Hey, everybody, if you're listening in, we are in the middle of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. Coming up next, Synchronous with me, and we're doing a little sound check, so check it out. Come down here right now to Mutiny Radio. Let me talk to your camera. Experience Synchronous with me. So, we are here at San Francisco. Yay! It works! Now! With Michael Spiegelman! I go! These, these things just took over me. Just took over my whole body. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week get your tickets now on eventbrite just search mutiny radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the u.s coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95824. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download
a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Why not make a donation? Streaming live the station. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm Hit the donate button, stream them live Download a podcast. Have some fun. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material. And I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in and on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising that Cadillac on the freeway. Good feeling. I'm totally connected. Laurie Sterling, voice is absolutely right. I am Teddy, Darius, and adolescent. And I will cut the Henry, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, 
there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! 
Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 